1: Dear Stars, welcome. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star Empower Hour. Thank you for being here. Good day, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from in the world to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. It's time once again to get conscious, dear stars. Welcome to episode 35 and the 22nd of 2023. Navigating Grief in the Holiday Season, returning special guest, home to Max creator, Catherine O'Neill. The last episode and the 21st of 2023 was What's Really in a Name? Let's spell out the truth. Uh, that episode, we tapped into how beyond birthdays, how numerology helps us to understand our frequency and vibration when it comes to our names, titles and even the simplicity of words and taking it a step beyond uh, with how lexigrams allow us to see a story within most words, names, and titles and uh, having some fun with anagrams, we are able to spell out the truth. So thank you guys so much for your, uh, again, positive feedback on that episode. And it's, again, as I had uh, said, it's a really fun one. Um, getting uh, someone's name done as a little holiday, uh, you know, stocking stuffer or, you know, uh, again, I, I like to say uh, a conscious gift uh, of personal empowerment these days is much better than stuff that people don't really need <laughs> anymore. Right. Personal empowerment is what we need. So. Today we're diving in, and and I, I really really to continue the and that will be that, you're going to find out who that is. That is Bluebell, by the way. Um, our special guest today will tell us more about about her new uh, a new 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 puppy. She's becoming quite an adult at this point. Um, but Kate joined us earlier in the year when uh, we talked first about her uh creation which is owned to max conversations with max is the divination deck she created and today we're going to learn about all kinds of new things she's got going on the horizon but when um you know i was thinking of you know setting up shows for for this time of the year as we're winding down a, a, another universal new year is wow can we believe it and obviously we are as this episode will air, we're going to be heading into a holiday season and how, you know, a lot of people don't really feel so festive, um, you know, in, in in the sense of, wow, is this really like, to, am I allowed to feel good right now with everything going on in the world and, and so on and so forth? So I thought she would be. You know, just a, a, an appropriate person to to bring back to the show to work uh, with us through the tools, the divination tools that she has uh, to help us with navigating grief, especially in the holiday season, where you know we're so forced sometimes to be be happy when we don't feel like being happy. If we have to be honoring grief, whether we are honoring grief or kind of the collective, or we're honoring grief on a very personal level. And so there's a lot of that going on in the world these days, and a lot of it's going on a lot stronger than it ever used to. Um, you know, and I don't need to state the obvious uh, about why. So Catherine O'Neill, is a uh, she VHT in her official title. She was born and raised in the beautiful green country of Hampshire, England, and seemingly a privileged adventure in her early 20s brought her to the sunny beaches and picturesque snowy mountains of Southern California, a place she now calls home. Catherine currently resides with her two children, Joshua and Claire, who are her main priority in life. As a certified hypnotherapist with specialties in past Life Regression Therapy, EFT, and shamanic practices, Catherine has an interest for learning and using many alternative healing modalities. A lover of animals, the wonders of the great outdoors, and a passion for books and card decks. On any given day, you may see her walking in nature or pondering the tales of a spiritual bookstore. So we're going to circle back to conversations with Max was again was an episode we did uh I think we did that back in March of of this year. And if you go back to our September archives, uh we did a whole EFT episode with with Kate um to tap into the power of tapping. And it's a great um it's also a great episode because it's a tool to help calm our emotions and release our emotions and work with um, the emotional freedom technique. So welcome back to the show, Kate. Always a pleasure to sit with you and just get conscious.
0: Um, how are you? And what's new? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sharita. Um, and hello to all your listeners. And um, My apologies for um, Bluebell. She had two, my, my new dog. Had to have a little piece there as you were talking. She wanted to be known that she's sitting here right with us. <laughs> That's right. Hey,
1: she's more than welcome to say hello. I, I, um, you know, sometimes my cats have come into podcasts. Depending um, that the door is closed today, so
0: <laughs> they're not in a room. <laughs> yeah, she likes her presence to be known, um, especially as I'll be talking about a uh, uh, Max. So perhaps she's getting a little jealous. I don't know um perhaps
1: uh i probably dare not say but i mean maybe matt is saying hello through her i mean it's
0: possible right right? that that too um but thank you for having me back onto this show um it's always a pleasure to be here and um you know you and i always have lots to talk about um so yeah so what's new let's see uh, I am just about to release my new deck, which is the pocket version of Conversations with Max. Um, if you are a new listener and haven't um, heard the previous episodes, Conversations with Max came about after my 14-month-old uh, Max, um, you know, saw his time and um I had the distinct knowing um, that came from a a hummingbird that I was to create this deck for anybody that is suffering the loss of a pet and is dealing with the grief. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's happened and what transpired over the last year is, you know, I really started to get the message that I needed something a little bit bit smaller because the original box, um, you know, it's a box with nice-sized cards and deck a um, deck with a book. It's about, you know, eight and a half by five and a half inches. Um, it's packaged lovely. However, if it's something that you wanted to sort of put in a little handbag or, you know, just take with you in the car, you know, perhaps it's a little bit too big. So um, I started thinking, you know, maybe I could come up with a little pop-up version. Mm-hmm. That, you know, more condensed than, than than this. Of course, you're not getting the full effect of what is in the in the large deck, but you're still getting uh, a, enough of an understanding. So um, these cards are like three and a half by uh, three and a half by two and a half, and um, it's the same artwork on on every card. And then on the back is sort of like the guidance section, which is you know, it, it's a smaller version, but it still gets right to the point. Uh, But it's perfect. You can literally put them anywhere because they're, you know, small enough. So, you know, if you were out, say, on a meditative walk and, you you know, you you felt that, you know, your your, your soul pet or or even, you know, a soul relative was around you, Mm -hmm. you could sort of shuffle and sort of say, you know, is there something you have to tell me? And you could pull a card. Um, I love it for that reason because it is so compact. Um, So I'm excited. To, to get this out, um, I think as this podcast air, they will be up on my website, ready to be, you know, bought as stocking stuffers or, you know, for someone that's interested in just knowing a little bit about. And then maybe, you know, once you've had the little pocket size, you'll feel the need to, ooh, I've got to dig a bit deeper and maybe get the full version, you know. Or vice versa for someone who has the big version and wants the little version. And wants the little, I, you know, and I, I just love how you... Uh,
1: You know, this came, you know, through the development of the year and, and, you know, obviously with, you know, the deck having the success that it's already had, the original deck, but it it is such a, um, instead of like, you know, getting on our phone and and we could be somewhere and go, oh, I, you know, you know how people do like they're, it's a non-technical technology way to connect and work with spirit And ground your energy, and receive. You know, be being willing to receive uh, whatever messages want want to come to you. um, You know, through the deck. And I love little things. (laughs) You mentioned that you do. I don't say. I I mean, just it it works. It's cute, and it's you know, and you know what it reminds me of, which probably a lot of people, if if you've ever. It's, I think it's called the Shambhala uh, a Pocket Series. It's It's like there's they're like little books um, that they're little pocket guides. And, and it is it's like you could just shove it. I used to have um, well, I still have it somewhere, but I don't travel as much as I used to. And uh, it was the, the writing down the bones. I think it's Natalie Goldstein. It was a, it's a book for writers. And she had done through that Shambhala pocket series, it was, you know, it's just this little cute little book. Like she took her book and she put it in this little thing and it was great to carry it around so that, you know, I didn't have a little, I'm not an ebook person per se, you know, I'm not into all, I, I love touching things and feeling things. I'm yeah. not, Yes. you know, granted we all have to handle our technology with, with, with responsibility and accountability, but. I love little things like this, so I, I'm I'm, well, I'm so excited for you because I, it's it's going to open up a whole nother like level of audiences, I, I believe for you. Um, you know, as time moves along, so um, it's perfect, and, and and it has a it got completed and finished before the holiday rush. So I think that's also a great thing because it's also a very affordable gift, um, which I know is a lot of mindfulness for people these days is, is affordability.
0: <laughs> right, right. I remember it's funny because when I, I think it was really, it was sort of end of spring sort of time. I was thinking about it and the summer really sort of was like, you know, this has got to happen. And I remember you saying to me, oh, yeah, no, you know, you're probably going to get it out in October. I'm like, no way, that's not going to happen. And it all happened so quick. It just everything slotted into place, and um, I mean, obviously the writing was already done, and it was you know from the bigger um, deck. I mean, obviously there was a little bit of, of change, but I was surprised how it, it did happen, all in the sort of timing that you had had said. And I, that was one thing I was kind of like, yeah, I'm not so sure she's right on that, but you were right. And here it is, it's done. And I'm like, Whoa, okay, that was early. Well they tend these these plants,
1: they tend not to lie to me. And uh, you know, what was interesting about our summer, which, you know, again a people are, have, if you're just joining us today for the first time, you know, thank you so much for being here. And, um, you have a lot of archiving to listen to. Um, if you're just discovering, uh, the show, you star and power hour and, or mind, body, spirit and, Fam, and and the collection of great podcasters that we have. Uh, but we had a very kind of a funky summer, you know, cause we were under dual planet retrograde. So that was another thing that, you know, I was, like you what you did so beautiful in the timing is you took an existing project and you 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 reframed it a little bit and you revised it and you reworked it, but you did not move it forward until after the those retrogrades were out of the picture so that it became seamless and it moved quickly once they were out of the way, because nine times out of ten. You know, most again, most listeners know uh, more faithful listeners or longtime listeners know these retrograde periods can be a little weird. And when you have a double one, as we did over the summertime, we had a both a Venus and a Mercury retrograde happening simultaneously, which that mucked up our August pretty good moving into September. But, right. um, but you did so good
0: on the timing. I mean, did great, you know. So congratulations on that. I think also because you had said that to me when I'd mentioned to you, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking of. And and you had said, you know, it's perfect timing because of that, you know, you're going back. And I I think because I knew that also, that was so helpful for me because I, I just was like, okay, this is, it's perfect timing. So get it achieved through this window of time and then get it out through the next window of time. Mm-hmm. And it did. It was it was I look, I don't want to say effortless, but it's certainly um look, as we know, timing is everything. And um you know, if you follow Sharita and you know, follow her guidance, you know, all I can say is it definitely works for me. Um in this deck you know it was proof in the pudding because it really it did it came to light pretty pretty quick and um it's done and it's it's gonna be out there and i'm i'm really excited because look as you know you know sharita my objective always is just to try and help anybody that is going through the grieving process mm-hmm. uh, you know obviously you know you know a, a lot about grief um i myself um the grief over my dog. And I know a lot of people uh, just sort of well, dog, you're still sort of, you know, grieving over this dog, you know, um, <clears throat> for me, it's not about animal person. It's about that soul connection. One has correct. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I, I just love the fact that this deck can help people. And I, I get so excited when I hear back from anybody that's purchased it and, and says to me, you know, thank you, it's, it's really helped me with the healing process, I'd love to be able to bring the cards out and, you know, just read something per day, or when I'm feeling down, I, I, I just, I feel so good in my heart about that, and I think that's why I'm just, my passion really is just to move ahead and um, try and do whatever I can to help anyone that is grieving, because we, we all do grieve in different ways. Uh, and it's, yes, there is no uh, rule book for it, which I
1: think, um, you know, of course became the kind of like, you know, when you and I were, you know, talking earlier in, in the year and, you know, knowing this was going to be ready, give give or take around the holiday season. And I, you know, I thought to myself, God, like people don't talk about the fact that, you know, during the holidays, people are, are dealing with grief and some people can't, and and I can tell you from personal experience, I, you know, there was, there is, well, and, and I'm sort of, sort of this year, I want to say the first year I actually have any kind of anticipation about looking forward to the holidays because, because I've had such heavy grief going on, I, they're not something I look forward to. Um, and I think sometimes people, they get kind of, uh, you know, they get guilt tripped out by whomever in their life of, oh, but you have to be happy for the holidays. You know, you, you have to be this. And no, you don't. No, because no. the thing is, we need to allow ourselves to grieve, to, to mourn, And be truthful to whatever our feelings are, even if it is in the holiday season, if we've lost someone special, whether that be the pet, it be our, you know, significant other or a family member or friend or however it is. And, And I, you know, knowing that this year has been, you know, you know how like in the beginning of the year as well. You know, people are always like, oh, this year needs to be better than last year, you know, because, you know, ever since 2020 kind of rolled in. Like, everybody's gone, oh, no, we, we, we now we need 21 to be, now we need 22 to be better than 21, and so right. on and so forth. And people are saying the same thing, like, oh, God, what's going to happen in 24? Because 23 didn't make anything better, supposedly. And, you know, the thing is, that I certainly see is the fact that, you know, we need to honor that the world is healing and, and that is what's going on mm-hmm. you know, on a global scale right now. And that does take a process of honoring grief. It, it most certainly does. So we don't need to feel guilty about that. And having tools like this are so helpful because when we can use a tool like a divination deck, you know, like how you've created these, it it, it gives us some grace in that process, which we need to have. You know, you, we need to be gentle with ourselves so that we don't have to feel like, oh, there's something wrong with us because we need to feel sad, you know? We're um, yeah. or, or the ones holding space for other people. Um, versus projecting worry, fear, and distress about whether, you know, what's going on in this world, or, you know, again, whatever's in our personal line of sight. Um, You know, holding space is very important. It's, It's just that you're giving people the, you're just allowing people to have love and light from however you want to project that and whatever it's little ceremonies you want to do or whatever that means in your personal spiritual practice. But people who get into like, oh, the worry and the fear and the distress, there's nothing you're going to do about it unless you have personal control to fix it. Right. So, you know,
0: um, you know, I always, I always think that for anybody that's going through grief, especially during the holidays, as you say, whether it's humans, animals, whatever the grief may be, you just have to set, real, I think, realistic expectations for yourself. That's okay, Um, You know, and, and as you know, it's like each day, each month, each year that moves forward, you know, it's all a cycle and you may feel differently from this year to last year, as you're saying for yourself. You know, maybe there's something a little extra you're going to do this holiday season that you couldn't do last holiday season. Mm-hmm. Everybody is in their own timing. And I, I do get a little upset when, it, you know, there's people do seem to set these limitations. Oh, well, by now, you know, it should be over it. Or oh, no, by now, you should be good. Because uh, there is no, no that. There isn't. No. Everybody's
1: different. <laughs> yeah. And they, horrific thing of oh yeah you need to get over this or you should be over this already but people don't understand that that grief is a it's a journey and I mean I know I could personally say that it's it, there isn't a getting over it you know it isn't like oh I'm just done I'm I'm done grieving I'll never do it again about this whole situation that's so unrealistic. <laughs> I can't, you know, I, I, I'm not laughing at it, but I, you know, like laughing, I just, it's unbelievable that people actually can say such a thing so insensitively is, is, is why I'm laughing, you know? I'm like, how, how do you act like that? You know, why would you say such a thing to a person? You know, um, because we need to honor our feelings because if we don't do that, as a human race, it's part of the reason why we're in a healing moment upon the planet right now is because I think people, they, they, they didn't grieve enough in history or, or whatever the case is. Uh, yeah, they,
0: they stop the emotions. It's like, okay, time's up, moving forward, stop, stop, stop. And then that creates um, a backlash further along the line. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I think what happens is you learn how to live um, with the different emotions that you feel um, it, it, it's a different you know like you and I very much um, oh you know there's this number oh my gosh it means that you know this kind of happened oh it's spirit talking to us you know for some people it that would be very foreign and yeah. I actually feel for those people because uh, for me it, it's when spirit confirms things. you just know that spirit's around you um, it's still there. It, 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 it's not. Um, you know, when you don't, I think when you don't have that, uh, when you you don't believe, I think that's a very sad place to be. Um, and how would you deal with your emotions if you just, if you really just feel like when, when whoever it is is gone, is gone, and they're not around you? Um, I think that would be very hard you know, um, because I'm very much about being open to whatever sign. Um, And most days there is something. I mean, you know that. You have the same experiences. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and especially at this time,
1: and, and, you know, we've just opened, uh, you know, most again, if if you're listening, uh, if you've been listening uh, for a little while, you know that uh, not only is America, well, We we have the whole the whole year of 2024 was this energy of the year of stillness and the silent listen. So it was we've on a universal global scale. We're asked to take a step back in 2023, and you know, just look within. Look, take time to be in stillness. Honor what the slowdown means. Take a silent listen. Those are all my little fun little hexagrams, and. The month, so, you know, everybody knows a lot of people. Again, if you're listening, you understand this. And, and again, if you're, you're a first time listener, um, again, you have some archives to go check out. Um, but we're in a universal month right now of spiritual, what, the, what is coined as spiritual material conflict through the frequency and vibration of an 18 universal month. Which is, is, is in an essence and in a an, nutshell in an of just chimping it down for a second is you have to honor spirit and forget, not forget about the material, but don't let the material take over. And I think so much of, you know, that sadness that we, you know, you witness and observe in people is that they're trying to, they're, they're trying to fix their life with stuff. Yeah. And they're not aligning their life with spirit. And if you are consciously aligning your life in paying attention, slowing down, paying attention to these messages, may seem a little dear, a little weird. But you notice that time on the clock, and that's somebody you know's birthday, or you know the price you pay for something, or. Whatever the case is, you think about somebody and they call you, and then you have got you get talking about wh- whatever the case is, you know. The, the ways that synchronicity start to happen in our life when we tap in in this capacity, it's wonderful. And the country, for us all here in America, we're in this 18 energy of spiritual material conflict, for our entire personal year as a country. So we started this back in July of 2023. We're going to circulate through the same cycle all the way through July of 2024. And we're also in a month right now as as a country of feeling our emotions, like not turning away from our emotions as Americans. We need to face whatever it is we feel, trust in spirit. And if we do that, we're we're doing something now. If you want to feel sad, you're allowed to feel sad. If you want to feel happy, you can feel happy. I mean, it's up to your free will and whatever your personal whatever your personal thing is. You know, whatever your situation is, there isn't a one size fits all uh, for how it works. You know, um, as you you know said in the beginning, you know, there there isn't a rule book for this. Um, necessarily, um, we just want to approach it consciously. Is what we really want to do at the end of the day.
0: Well, what's interesting is when you say, you know, if you want to feel sad, feel sad. Um, I'm going to flip back a bit, but what's funny is I, I uh, this morning I asked Mac Spirit or um, a card for today for the listeners, and this was from my um, the original larger deck. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and there's 33 cards for any of you that, that um, obviously don't know. There's 33 cards, and so I said okay, you know, going into the day, is there a card which I can, you know, talk to the listeners about? And I shuffled, and the card that actually came out was number 29. It's okay to feel fat and I thought how appropriate for today. And oh, I, just, it, it was so obvious to me that spirit was around and listening and if you're okay with it I would love to, to actually just read the card to the listeners. Oh absolutely yes 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 yeah okay absolutely so so it's okay to feel sad. Go ahead and let those tears flow. Allow the waves of pain sail down your face, ushering the sadness out. As the tears stream releasing the hurt and sorrow, see it as a detox for your mind, body and soul. When the morning takes hold, allow yourself to shed the emotional baggage you carry. Release the weight off your shoulders, the stress and depression. The body's immune system can be compromised when high levels of stress hormones build up. So when you feel you are overwhelmed and need to cry, do so. Crying can help diminish the sadness, whether stress or grief, and can actually make you feel better. Thankfully, humans have the ability to shed emotional tears. The pure release of stress hormones and toxins can create a more relaxed state once released. Let them soothe your soul. Allow yourself to benefit from this process. After all, you know you will feel better after a good cry. Just know I am right here with you by your side like the old times. I have not gone entirely. My spirit is still with you and still around loving on you day and night. I love you. So that, that's card 29 out of the, the the larger deck, as I said. And um, I just thought it was so appropriate for today. Um, oh, that, well, again, you know,
1: spirit, well, you and I often say this, you know, uh, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, if, they're, 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 if you're, uh, you know, if, you know Anybody out there listening where this may be a little something new for you to, to kind of take into consideration, the, the more we do relax and allow, whatever that is, whatever that means, allow our feelings, allow things to be in a more of a grounded place of stillness, it's pretty amazing what can come through when you start to trust the fact that I don't need to see it to believe it but I can feel it to believe it, right? Yes, like I feel this. I feel like there's something, it's your intuition. It's That's all it is. It's trusting the fact that your intuition is listening to something w- with the correctness and, or whatever you want to call accuracy from, from the other side um, and just learning to trust that. Anybody can do it. It, but you have to be willing. I mean, you can't be like, oh, that, that, that doesn't work in life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this wouldn't be for somebody who wants to be in
0: resistance. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> That's why yeah, right, no, brain pushes back. <laughs> well, as we know, like, the more open we are to listen, the more we're going to receive. It's as simple as that. You know, if you don't shut it down and you allow the energy to come through and spirit to come through and, and really listen. And even if there is a little doubt, Oh, is it just myself saying that or, you know, just sit with it. Journal. You know, I, I'm a big, big advocate for journaling in a book with a, paper, you know, pen and paper, um, the old fashioned way. Um, yes, you, can way. You, need to, yeah. Yeah, you can do it anyway, but it's great to be able to journal and look back, um, and, and just see what you've written in months and years past, you know, and, and how you sort of come full circle with things. Um, yeah, but it is. Absolutely. And that's part of the reflection. And, in
1: fact, I, 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 have a, uh, I always recommend for people, people who do my Mastering Mercury Retrograde workshops, I always advocate and recommend that you journal for the 21 days of the Mercury Retrograde in particular, because you're reflecting, the whole thing is a cycle of reflection. So when you utilize the journaling practice during Mercury retrograde, it really is, is even more. It's it's super powerful um, to be able to work with with journaling. You know, under 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 the energy of what the cycle is asking you to do in the first place, and then you know, like you say, when you look back, I mean, you should journal. You you could journal all the time, but it's very interesting to journal. During Mercury retrograde. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. You know, it always becomes uh even more profound. But you know, when when you were talking before about now I had just had a question that came up of so when you created the mini deck, are the though are the are the, the mini cards in the same order as the original deck or did you change that up? No, it's exactly the same order. So they're the same order, the, how they they go in order from one to thirty-three. So that
0: okay. that's the same; it didn't change. Okay, no, nothing, nothing changed in that regard. It's um, yeah, the, the same. Everything's the same, other than the fact instead of there being a book with it, right? Uh, you, have, you you have just to, utilize the back of the card. Um, you, yes, exactly. Yeah. Whereas the larger deck has the um, the bridge, which is to signify, you know, crossing over. Um, And it also actually was the bridge that Max and I would walk across. Um, So it has a double meaning. That's Mm -hmm. on the back of all of the, you know, the the original deck. And then you have the the photo on the other side. Um, And then everything's in the book. So on the mini deck, it's it's literally the photos are all on one side, but the numbers are exactly the same. And then the writing is on the back of the card. So as I said, you know, it's not as in-depth as the original version. However... It's still enough that you understand the idea and the message. Correct. Um, Correct. Y- you know, so look, for anybody who wants to, they can have both, and, and it's, they're, they're both, you can use both of them, you know, in a situation, but you can have one or the other, and it still will be enough and it will still work. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, and it's funny when I, you know, when you now talk about pulling that card, you know, that collectively showed up for today to just, well, what should spirit, uh, you know, advise for the listeners on today's podcast? What I'm finding interesting when you say it was the 29th card. Right. It's that in numerology, and it's just a complete, like, I, this has nothing to do with how you set up your deck, but there's something intuitive for me to pick up on that with numerology is that the 29 represent grace under pressure, which is guided by the moon. It guides our emotions and, and the, the, again, a, a bit of a nutshell of like how the 18 works and its spiritual material conflict. The twenty nine as grace under pressure basically says you're going to have some form of a pressurized situation, but you need to be graceful in the process of what what it is, or it becomes this emotional, like a roller coaster, you know, where you're you're in the really wrong direction, and and not that grief is obviously, you know, and and what we but. When we do not allow ourselves to feel sad, which is something that is seemingly forced upon us at times during the holiday season. And we kind of need to get away from, you know, all that standard. You know what? No, you, you, you just need to be graceful with yourself because you've gone through a loss. Like if you don't allow yourself to feel sad, you're, you're, you're not honoring yourself and you're certainly not honoring spirit who, they don't necessarily want us to sit around our entire life and never move again. But we as the humans who are still here in our suits, it's, it is a, like you have to go through that detachment from the physicality that we had with them. And we start to realize there's this new way of energetically working with them in spirit, because of course, love never dies. Um, You know, I mean, if, we get into that belief and we can, we can accept that belief. And that's why we can work with spirit as an, as any, you know, eternal understanding of energy, because even though our pets cross and our, you know, beloved, you know, loved ones cross, we still have this way of talking with them. If we are trusting enough and, It's just, we get really tripped up when it comes to things like a holiday season or anniversaries or, you know, just different things because we had that physical connection and you've got to relearn things in your own life um, along that journey of grief. You know, there's no other way around that. And yeah, tears are some of the best ways we, we can do that. I mean, you have to, you know. There's, there's no shame in crying, um, which I think society teaches us the wrong. We, 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 we do not get. Uh, what's the word? We're not educated the correct way in, in. You know,
0: I, I mean, and I know you, you grew up in England, which is. I yeah. know I was just, just about to say that. Step up and let came to mind, but I didn't want to interject. The, the what is what is really about it? And step up and lick is kind of, (laughs) it's like, yeah, it's very different. When I came to America, I was actually, I feel like Americans are actually way more in touch with their emotions and more emotional. That's interesting. I don't think that, I see as
1: an American, I don't think we are as much because we're so medicated. I mean, the majority of this country varies what they feel. At least I sense that. I mean or I observed that. Um, but see that's why I'm asking you because you're not a native. I mean you're you're here now but and you've been here for many years to observe okay. but I find that interesting that you observe that. So you
0: know, that's when I, when I first came here. Obviously I've lived here now longer than I did live in England. Okay. One of the, the the things that I recognized when I first came here It's like um, Everybody talks about their personal stuff, even if you've only known them five minutes, and, um, very much it's an emotional thing, and a majority of people have a therapist. That was <laughs> kind of my, <laughs> my, <laughs> never stop, that's why they need prescription drugs most of the time, <laughs> and that's why they're doing that. <laughs> that too, which, um, you know, as you know, is not my form of...
1: Um, yeah, and another. you and I um, agree that's the best way to
0: navigate that. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: Right. I mean, obviously, there's a time and instance where it's needed, um, yeah. you know, but if you can try and do things holistically, in my opinion, that's uh, it's not a bad, bad thing. I, I, I'm all for you. I'm, I'm all with you there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Yeah, so I feel it. Yeah, it was a little different for me when I I, sort of because in England it is we're very. You seem quite in, role and of our emotions that you don't sort of express them so much. And hey, it may have changed a lot from when I was living back there, but that's kind of how it is. The whole the step up a lip is Mm. you know you're known to be the English, the English thing. You know, Um, we probably are a little bit more reserved in that in that field. Um, I mean, it's not to say that we don't feel, you know, but you kind of do it behind closed doors. I guess that's what I'm, I'm, you honor it by yourself. Yeah. And now, and I can
1: relate to that as well. I mean, I'm not going to go out in public and, 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 which is why I, I have, you know, well, I mean, I did it for a pass when my grandmother, who was, you know, really one of, Well, I mean, I had other significant people pass away prior to her, but when my grandmother passed away, um, who I took care of at the end of her life. So I, you know, spent the last years of her life like with her all the time. So that became when she crossed over, which, first of all, she made no mistake to let me know the spirit of things when she crossed because I started to feel it right away. And I, you know, I was in no doubt. Of her energy, as you know, when she was not in the human body anymore, um, and 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 her, she gave me the owl totem immediately, like literally immediately the next morning, and <laughs> you know it, it became this whole thing. But there was a journey of grief. I mean, that's been it's been twelve years since you know my, my grandmother ha- has crossed, and she crossed on Thanksgiving Day. It was Thanksgiving Day here in America when she passed. So it's a very interesting thing for me. What happened with the holiday season after she passed, I just didn't look forward to it. And she was also a wonderful uh, cook and a chef and she decorated and she just, she adored Thanksgiving and she adored the, the, the holiday Christmas season. And without her for a period of time, it was really intense. And then I you know, met Sebastian, who is for most of you, uh, and again, if you're new, you'll learn this for the first time, but um, he is who you hear at the beginning and the end of uh, every show. Uh, that is Sebastian Gissel's music, and he um, and I were together for a number of years, and then he sadly got ill, and he crossed in 2020, uh, 21. So I ended up having someone to be with for the holidays and, and it, you know, we still honored Grammy in our own way and, and, and we, you know, did all the things, but it was, he helped ease the fact that, you know, there was an ease in there. And then I, you know, I mean, admittedly the last couple of years since he crossed, I mean, oh, it's been something because, well, we, we don't have her and we don't have him. And I, you know, kind of have an interesting connection. You know, I am not as close to certain, you know, my family has been a little different and we don't live in the same state. We're very far apart. And it just doesn't gel that we get together for the holidays. So it's been very weird for for me. Um, So I can relate to you can just honor that grief during the holidays. And you know what, if you don't <laughs> want to participate, don't you're, you're allowed, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think if I had pushed myself and just shoved it under the rug, you know, that, 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 that's, that's not the way to deal with it. You know, that's, you have to honor it for what it, it, it is. Um, And now the the relationship and spirit, the the, the two of them are in such cahoots over there. I can't even keep up with the two of them
0: half the time. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. That's just brilliant. I mean, you know, I read something the other day about how you can actually honor um, you know, people that are going through grief and if they they wish, like how do they honor during the holiday? And um, yeah, yeah, one of the things that I read um, was, um, well, first of all, you know, obviously, you know, can light a candle in memory. Um, I do that all the time anyway. I always light a little teacup, cam, you know, candle. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, 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 I, I love doing There's something it's just there's something so lovely about that. I mean, I'll also say a little prayer, um, you know, when I'm, I'm lighting it. But one of the things that was interesting to me was how they had said, you know, if you, let's just say you all did have Thanksgiving together, you would still set the table and have where they would seat set. I do
1: that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I will set a place at the table for them. Absolutely. I I still do that. You do? Okay. And what I've been told as well is they love when you eat the foods that they like. That's right. That was the other thing that I read. Yes. 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 And so have something to eat in their honor or like in their memory, like something, whatever their favorite whatever their favorite food was, you know, whatever it may be, or, you know, maybe a little spirit. <laughs> I, I've been known, I, I pour them a little, uh, you know, I pour them a little glass of spirit, you know, I, I, you know my, my late Sebastian, he, he, well, Grammy did too. Um, you know, they, they enjoyed some wine in their life. And uh, so they will have a, a, a little splash of wine in a glass <laughs> and, and I, you know, it's you, you're honoring their presence, you know, Um, you, you let them know that you're listening and, and you're hearing them. Um, again, which they speak to me in numbers all the time because they have to speak in my language, of course, but but I get other interesting things between animals and, and and just uh, music and all kinds of things is, is how it works with me. And again, there's no set rules of how you can listen to spirit, but, um, when you get into it, you can't turn it off. No, you can't. It's, it's how it works
0: for me, anyway. Yeah, I remember very early on um, when I, when Max had, had had gone. I actually felt his his tail um, like brushing up against my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you say, you can. It, it's, there's a number of different ways that you that they can, um, you know, show us that they're around us. And I think for everybody, it's, there's a, you know, it's different for how you're open, how you're going to receive it. Um, but I did that. And I also, I, I also sense like, I, I smelt his, his sort of smell. Not that he had a bad smell. But no, I, but, yeah, that, yeah, people who are keen
1: to smell, if you smell things and there isn't that um, aroma coming from anywhere in particular, that, yeah, I don't get a, as much smells, uh through how I get spoken to, but I've heard that a lot with people that they smell mm-hmm. the presence of somebody. Like they get the perfume or they get, you know, whatever the case is. Um, but, even
0: had, sorry. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, I've even had, um, you know, dreams of where he, he's appearing and saying something. That's the other
1: way. Yes. Yeah, that's another powerful way. Um, I've always been told is, if you
0: dream about them, that is them definitely talking to you. Oh, yeah. I had a dream literally, I think it was about two weeks ago, it was very short, um, and he was standing in a field, which is what I write about, you, you know, in the book about the rainbow bridge, just, you know, kind of where all the animals go, and, you know, they wait for us to reunite with them. Um you know, it's a known thing that, you, you know, it's, you know whether it's fact or fantasy, but it's what we believe is is what happens to them. Uh, and, and it was like that field. I just saw him standing there, but it was kind of on the horizon. So he was far away from me and mm-hmm. just there and he was happy. And it, it was great for me because it really just gave me that added confirmation of, you know what, I am going to see him again. He is going to be there, you know. Um and my mother reminded me the other day of a saying that her, her mother used to say to her, because I believe my mother said she had said to her once, you know, well, what's going to happen when you die? And um, her mother had said to her, you know, something to this effect, you know, and her Irish, because her mother's Irish and my mother's Irish, you know, well, don't be sad, darling, you know, I'll just be in the other room. <laughs> just won't be able to open the door yet. And I just thought, you know, that it actually is a—it's a beautiful saying because it is. They really are just in the other room. Yeah. We just, you you know, we just—we can't obviously physically access them, and that—that, but energetically we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. It just energy just changes form, really. You know. Exactly. It's a transformation of.
1: Spirit is, you know, in my body, in your body right now, all of our listeners out there, spirit is in your body, and we're all a soul, but when we decide that our physical body is no longer going to do it for us, um, we, the spirit just leaves this thing, and I mean, again, up to your belief system, but the spirit is what is, the, is anywhere, you know, is, is where it goes. And, you know, it goes to the other side. And, um, you know, same thing with our animals, of course. Uh, the animals, their spirit just leaves that adorable furry body that they have. And that it, it, that is still accessible. Um, it's, it, it, that did not die. There, there's nothing that died about that. It, the, the physical form is what died.
0: That's yeah, it. you know. Well, I have, if I may, if we have enough time here, I just, um, you know, what I also did is, which you're going to love, I did shuffle the mini deck. And, oh, um, yes, yes, I shuffled the my mini deck. deck. Yes, what does the mini deck have to say? And I said, um, and this is what I just love. So I shuffled the mini deck and I said, what was spirit like to say, you know, in closing? And I, <laughs> I pulled the number 24 card, which is you will find the light, oh. which I thought, you know what? I mean, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps down my back of my neck and my arms as I'm saying this to you because it's just, it's okay to feel sad, but then you're going to go in the light. So if I may just read, um, and again, this is from the pocket version, so it's a lot shorter. Uh, It says, okay, your time in the tunnel can be, so the picture on the actual card is of a tunnel, like you're at the beginning of the tunnel, but you can see the light at the end. Correct. So your time in the tunnel can be of introspection, self-isolation, grief, or even denial. I know your days have changed since my departure. My absence caused much grief. Be assured your time in the tunnel will end and a new journey is afoot. It may seem bleak right now, but your days will improve as you venture further through the tunnel, taking the steps forward towards your healing process. Trust that a new phase is in the wings with love, joy, and blessings. I love you. Mm. So that's how it differs on the mini deck. It's a little shorter, obviously, but you still understand the meaning. Um, well, you're getting a poignant message,
1: The last, right. you know, and... and you know, in in connection to the other way, society and culture is is weaving its its itself today. Is people like it short and sweet for some reason now? <laughs> so, Yes, yeah. <laughs> it they tend to have something. Hey, I just need a little quick affirmation. You know, I mean, I love that when you you just can just have the affirmation. And maybe you can go back to it later and look at it more deeply, but you, but you, you're getting like, you know, when you see like the time aligned at 111 or whatever time it is, that's 222, for example, or whatever it is. And you're thinking about something that's always an affirmation that it's the right thing or whatever was on your, your, you know, whatever was circulating in your, your space at that moment, that's an affirmation of pay attention to it or whatever it is that you were doing in them now in that moment Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so having an affirmation uh like that like if you're out on a nature walk like you had you know said in the beginning and um just wanting to pull something quickly and boom you know oh look at that i mean (laughs) what what a beautiful affirmation i mean you know at the end of the and and on the journey of not the end of the journey because it isn't there's not an end to it um it is the journey of grief um it it does change and it softens and it goes into a space of light and it does bring us to a new beginning it's it, one of the things i did as well um now i have a deck that i use um i didn't pull the deck I didn't pull randomly. Uh, It's the Lynn Andrews Power Deck. It's a really, 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 I've had this deck since I was 19 years old. I've used it for about, well, going on three decades at this point. though date how old I am. Um, (laughs) Not that I care how mature you think I am or I'm not. But um, I did the name expression of grief, um, which, again, the last episode will teach you what that actually means. But the frequency and vibration, from a numerological perspective, of grief equates to the nineteen, which is a one vibration, which is the Prince of Heaven in the Chaldean numerology, and if uh, you can see the the imagery of the nineteen is is a is it's a winged. Like man, who is like the heart is open, like the hands are back and they're going up to heaven and the light is like pounding on their heart space in the, in the, in the image. And that is the grief is because you, you're opening your heart when you grieve as hard as that is to do, um, as challenging as it is to do, but you're being lifted to the light when you grieve. But I think it's so appropriate yeah. how you came up with that. I mean, how the, yeah. the death was like.
0: Let me tell you an affirmation. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's 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 very interesting, and um, yeah, I love that actual graphic for the nineteen actually. Um, um and that's from Linda Goodman's Star Wars yeah, is it, is where that comes from, and I, I
1: don't know if I have any references to that on. We we are going to be having a, a, a solar eclipse with that vibration in spring of 24. So we're, we're, humanity can look forward to that one. Um, but one of the things I wanted to, to kind of conclude with is, the, the 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 meaning of the grief card so the Linda the Linda excuse me the Lynn Lynn Linda um the Lynn Andrews power deck is set up like your mini deck so she has an image on each card and then the back is text of what it means so her understanding of how she talked about grief I I couldn't I was like, "There's no pulling of a card. This is just what you need to to relate." So, I'm I'm gonna relate. Um, and it's card oddly, it's card number nineteen in her deck. Which now I gotta examine this deck a little thing because this is something I didn't even ever pick up on. But I'm wondering if she did Chaldean numerology on this deck to, to order it. I agree. No. One. Yeah, that would be really fun to go through. You know. So I've got a little. I've got a little research to do from from when I put this together. So this is how Lynn Andrews um, speaks about grief, and this is from the Power Deck. Grief deepens you. It allows you to explore the parameters of your soul. Grief is the only gateway to certain levels of consciousness, and it is a hard task master. Through grief, you can explore every aspect of your dark side. Anger, pain, abandonment, terror, loneliness. And these are aspects of the sacred wound that in our daily lives we usually try to ignore. Grief forces you to look at those parts of yourself that are not yet healed. If you can look at grief as a teaching You will grow. The pain of grief is not only the teacher in this life, but if looked at properly with awareness and an open heart, it is one of the greatest teachers of all. The seeds of wisdom and enlightenment are planted within the wounds of grief. What is lost can only come back to us again in higher ways.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, very profound. It's very true. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: yeah, you know, and it's just never over, you know. I I get that,
0: so yeah, it's um, it's a process, it is, it's a process, it's just a process. Um, and I think during the holidays, everybody just has to realize that you, you know, you do, do everything that you feel you need to do for you. Don't feel pressured to do what i right. is telling you to do or how you should behave. And if it means that you don't go to functions and that you just stay home and, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you need to ignore the holidays, you ignore the holidays, if that's what works for you. Um, I was actually gifted um, and I'm actually looking forward to it because, you know, I love to put my Christmas tree up and I was gifted by a friend... Um, these ornaments that have, that were hand painted with um, each of my animals that had passed, because I had a cat that passed just very, pretty much right after when Max passed away. And prior to Max, I had a George. Um, And they are hand painted ornaments and they're big and they're round and they're beautiful. And they go on my tree and I'm actually really looking forward to getting them out and and putting them on there. Um, See, and that's honoring them too, you know. Yeah, honoring them. So, whether you know humans, animals, you know, you find your way to honor them. If it is like you said, setting a a, a table, um, you know, or even there was just something else that I had heard that you know somebody had said to me that they would go and buy a gift. something that they know that, you know, the family member would have loved and then they donate it. Um, well, that's, uh, I like that. I, that I like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So I, I thought that was lovely, too. So I, I just think, you know, we, we we do, we feel sometimes the pressure of society and how we should act, how we should behave. And, um, you know, you just have to do what's right for you. And um Yep. And and listen to your heart at all times. And
1: that is feeling as, as, you know, uh, your original deck uh, has guided us today to say, it's okay to feel sad. It's, it's okay. It's, it's perfectly okay. And we need to give ourselves permission. Um, and, And that's, that's how we honor the grief, and and we don't deny it because denying grief becomes, I believe, for some people, it becomes health issues that you would <laughs> completely avoid. You know, um, and I've seen that firsthand in my life too, from people I personally knew who did not honor their grief, and they got pretty sick, and you know, they actually did recover. One of the people uh, did, but. Um, Denying grief and the process thereof, it is is you know, yeah. You're ignoring what you're meant to be teach taught to grow. You yeah, know, yeah. you're ignoring what you're meant to be taught to grow. So,
0: and, and just to, to let the listeners know, although this card deck was created um, for people who have a pet loss, I have actually heard back from many people who purchased it and have actually been using it. For their, um, for the humans that have passed away, sure. I do um, uh,
1: quite a bit with it. Pull cards, and I mean, you know, I've got an orchestra over there at this point because I have crossed pets and and and, and many, you know, people significantly close to me in spirit. Uh, like I say, I have an I have an orchestra of people in there, so. <laughs> of support
0: behind you and yes. i've got a lot of support behind me so i and i feel that and um no, no, as I'm saying it that's kind of uh, that's also what i'm just seeing all these people standing behind you and you know i i just i mean look it, it's never good for us to feel as though our, our loved ones aren't with us but in another way we have to almost turn our uh our heads around to understanding that they are, and they are. They're just standing behind you, supporting you, just in a completely other, another way. Yeah. Um, and you feel the comfort of that. You know that. You're open to it. And I, I think that that's really, you know, moving forward, the more people that can embrace that. Yeah. Um, and understand that they are still around us. It's just as my grandmother said, they're just, you know, in the other room. Yeah, they they're just, the, the, the door isn't open yet because you're, you know, you're,
1: They'll be greeting you when it's your time to uh, move on from the human suit. You know, uh, we will all move on from these human suits. We don't stay in them forever. <laughs> exactly. And I think the way that time technology they come up with, we're not staying in the same human suit forever.
0: And <laughs> the way and how fast this year went by, it's like, sooner rather than later. <laughs> time is fizzing by these days. Oh, my God. And speaking of time,
1: We've just passed an hour. (laughs) If you could believe it, Uh, as always, uh, you know, talking with you flies by as well. Um, Yes, time does. uh, Any closing thoughts that you have? Um, And of course, the go to link for today's episode will be to you and to, um, you know, where these uh, divination tools will be available. Um, And if you're thinking about holiday gifts and, I, I call it conscious gifting, uh, you know, gifting with purpose, however you want to call it. Um, this is a great, lovely and, you know, very special way to do so if that resonates with you. But um, anything else you'd like to close off with
0: and, and you know, you can tell where to find you as well. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so the best place is to go to my website, O-M-T-O-M-A-X dot com. Um, I'm also on Etsy, which is conversationswithmax.exe.com. I'm actually sort of in the works for next year to be in some nice little mom-and-pop store, so that's going to be nice. But that is the best place to go. I also have – I periodically will write a little blog on there, and you'll be able to see any upcoming um, events that I'm doing. Um, And then obviously – Um, the podcast that I'm on with Sharita, that's always up there. Uh, So you can go on there and sort of have a little look around because next year, you know, I have some thoughts and some other things that I may be doing pertaining to grief and loss. And um, so it's good to check up and even just, you know, get on my email list so you can, you know, receive any updates. Um, But you're going to have a... um as I do know uh,
1: uh, your forecast coming in twenty four, uh, you will be growing, and this 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 whole genre of what you're doing is going to just grow and expand in ways. It will teach you many things at the same time, um, but I but I think you are the attention and the law of attraction to it is just going to be. Um, it's going to be a fun journey for you. Uh, let's put it. That. Yeah. 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 And very gratifying.
0: Yeah. Oh, extremely gratifying, extremely gratifying. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a passion for me. So um, my heart and soul is in it. You know it. I, 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 I breathe it. I live it every day. And, um, you know, I, I thank the listeners for being open and listening um, to what I have to say today. And, you you know if you have any questions you know go on my website the email's there you can always send me a a little question if you want to know a bit more about the deck um or even Sharita as she has it you know um but yeah I appreciate you bringing me on the show again Sharita we always have such fun when we chat and talk and um it's always so organic and um it's a pleasure to be here and you know hopefully I'll be back next year in 2024. (laughs) I will um because uh I am planning on a
1: roundtable in early 24 and um, with our next special guest who will be with us uh, in early December and our our other former guest. I'd like to get you and the lieutenant and Amanda together, and I want to see how that Chats out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that will be such a very um, fun mix of, of perspectives and um, uh, he Is is a guy from the military who has opened himself up to spirit in a very different way than one would plausibly ever expect. So, I, I, you know, I think it's going to be a very interesting roundtable. And yeah, I do plan on doing that in 2024. So, we're we're going to make that one happen. So, yeah,
0: perfect.
1: Well, right to be all right. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Um, lovely to have you back. And we look forward to um, doing so again in our new uh, upcoming uh, Universal New Year. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye-bye. As always, thank you so much for being here and taking a silent listen to the Shavita Star in Power Hour. Be sure to connect with the go-to link from today's episode to learn more about Ohm to Max and these comforting divination decks created by Catherine O'Neill to navigate grief and connect with your spirit guides. Equally, with great advance gratitude, please kindly share this podcast if it resonates with you to do so. Stay tuned for more empowerment on December 1st as returning special guest Amanda Gates relates The Art of Puttering, Part 2 maintaining our frequency and vibration in twenty twenty-four. Our conversation continues from September, revealing the conscious energy necessary to properly prepare for our approaching universal new year vibrating to the eight. This is Shavita Star from Mind Body Spirit FM, signing off for today's message to never compromise, living consciously. Take good care of each other and Namaste, dear stars.